Hey, what's up? What's up? Ryan Kills here again with episode 13 of the Ryan Kills Audio Journal. Finally, we got the last piece of the XYZ trilogy. Um, today, we're going to talk about Generation Z, uh, aka Zoomers, aka Zillennials, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, let's see, we. Once again, this is just a continuation of um, uh, part one and two of me talking about Generation X, Generation Y, uh, a.k.a. Millennials, and just talking about the things that um, the things that happen, you know, to those people within those generations. OK, but we're going to get started with Generation Z. Uh, OK, so the time period for this, uh, it's kind of murky. Uh, for, for generation, uh, for generation Z, it starts from the late nineties, like 98, 99, and it goes to about 2010 or 2011. Um, some will say that it starts in 2000 or in 2001. So it's really hard to say, uh, it's really hard to say because it depends on the year that they were born and if they have older siblings, they may get lumped in with millennials. I know uh, in my family, I, I, got, I have three younger siblings. And the youngest, uh, she was born in 98. And all four of us, we, we, you know, we talk about the things that happened when we were kids um, in the different generations and things like that. And she just basically, <laughs> I don't think she likes being called uh you know, Generation Z, you know, she, I think she identifies more as a millennial. But um, despite the birth years, the the general consensus is that 90s babies equals millennial. And then uh, 80s and 90s, since there's like a there's like a pride thing with being born in in those decades. Um, yeah, people, they just. I don't know, there's something about Generation Z that, you know, those certain people may not want to be lumped in with them. But anyway, that's another subject. So with Generation Z, technology is in full swing. Twitter, Facebook, iPads, iPhones, Macs, Spotify, YouTube, Galaxy, Kindles, all types of stuff. Uh, The people born in this generation never really knew a time without... Uh, high-speed internet uh, man even in the late 90s I remember the the AOL CDs that came to the house and you can get like you can get like on the internet for an hour I think it was or, or a week I forget but anyway the generation uh you'll start to see that a lot of a lot of parents are using things like their their phones uh, their smartphones or their their iPads uh, and give them the kids in order to keep them quiet or in order to teach them um, this is also the generation where, um, people my age, um, or a little bit older, you don't really see a lot of kids playing outside. I know, I know that was something that was kind of weird to me. Uh, they're, they're inside longer playing video games or on the computer. Uh, once again, bringing it to a personal level. My cousin, he was born in 2010. Um, and he, he kind of, I don't know if he would be, 
Yeah, I guess he's Generation Z if he was born in 2010, but... Or is he Generation Alpha? I don't know. But he barely goes outside. Uh, he, he doesn't do a lot of physical activities. Um, and then I'm not going to cast that net to the whole generation, but it's a noticeable change. Um, some of the current events uh, during Generation Z, the biggest one would be the school shootings. Um, you know, I'm sorry I have to talk about this, but the Parkland shooting in, uh, in Florida, Sandy Hook. Ugh, I hate talking about this. Uh those are those are some of the biggest ones as far as like national headlines, um, and then actually in this time period, it it, it wasn't just schools, it it really seemed to be like everywhere, and it seemed to happen as far as it felt like to me every day. Uh, it was movie theaters, synagogues, churches, you know, places of work, concerts. Yeah, it was something that really gripped America. Um, and yeah, it really gripped America by its throat, to be honest. Um, and because of the the seemingly nonstop shootings, you know, it sparked a debate of whether uh, assault rifles and having guns were necessary. Uh, actually, no. Let let me not say sparked it. It it, it rekindled it, and then it became like a huge a huge debate. It felt like I was watching conversations about it every day. Uh, and then it became a number one issue in America. There were talks of even, even, uh, changing the constitution, you know, which was met with, uh, opposition from, uh, right wingers, gun toters, uh, organizations like the NRA, they were speaking out against it. Um, yeah, it was, it was very unfortunate and it, it still goes on. So I don't know. I wonder where that debate will will finally, you know, land. Another issue uh, that was arising was um, seeing the police shootings of uh, African-Americans um, on social media. Uh, this was another this was very important in this generation because it started the questioning of uh, police methods like. Uh, the racial bias within police training and how they deal with, you know, assailants or people that are handcuffed, where there might be something little like a traffic stop or, you know, I don't know, you know, the age old thing. like Oh, you got a broken taillight. We pulled you over for this. Um, The shootings were being recorded and uploaded on social media and they were seen by, you know, everyone on Twitter, Instagram whatever cnn and all types of it was everywhere you know you can just pull it up on your phone um this would cause this would cause black lives matter to come into uh, fruition black lives matter would be a uh, would be front and center at protests of the shootings um you know and you would see them having you know just standoffs with the police uh Sometimes it would turn into riots depending on, you know, what happened. If the, you know, if the police reacted a certain way and then it just, you know, all hell broke loose. Um, Again, this was another thing that caused, uh, it caused division within America um, between, well, blacks and whites were in the center of it, but everyone, you know, had their opinion. 
the criticism of police officers and and pressure being put on from Black Lives Matter, uh, this would in turn cause uh, a section of America to to make Blue Lives Matter, which was Americans who fully supported police officers when they were put on trial or public, uh, you know, public opinion for mishandling, uh, mishandling a life or death situation or use of excessive force. Um, yeah, it was, uh, basically once again, something that felt like every single day, uh, you would see these police videos and everybody would, you know, put their two cents in It's like, okay, was this wrong? Uh, was the cop right? The dude or the woman that they pulled over? Did they deserve it? Yeah, it, it had a lot of, uh, there was a lot of opinions and it, it, it caused a, it caused a big division. Um, and so with the, with the shootings and the, and the police, uh, the police shootings, I mean, the police brutality, uh, it would set, it would set like a, I don't know. It was kind of like the backdrop of, uh, confusion, anger, you know, some people felt hopeless. People felt like, you know, it was never going to end while others, they were just feeling like, you know, they're attacking what they knew as what to be their, their America, you know? So there's like a sense of pride, especially with the blue lives matter and the NRA, they were like, you know, stop attacking our America. So it was, um, yeah, that was basically the scene that was set and all that would basically blow up <laughs> that would all those feelings would just blow up when uh President Obama left office and then Trump came in. But um I'm not going to expand on all that. <laughs> you know, still got a we're just fresh off of that, so maybe that's another episode for uh for another time cuz this is already this is already heavy and I'm going to try and pivot, pivot my way. All right, let's, let's, let me switch it up. Try and get some good news in here. Okay. Um, I know the president Obama, he, uh, he had a hand in, uh, legalizing, uh, gay marriage, having more inclusion for, uh, for the, uh, LGBTQ IA plus community. Hopefully I didn't leave any out. Um, even though there was still progress to be made, um, you know, it was, it was good to see. Finally, it was, uh, I don't know. It just felt like something that really shouldn't have been a problem to begin with. But, um, yeah, you would see, uh, you would see that the kids of generation Z, they were more tolerant of these, uh, of the people in the LGBTQ community, uh, they're like past generations. Um, once again, just another disclaimer. Yeah. I mean, this is all from what I've seen and, you know, uh, my baby sister and her friends and things are just very, like I said, very inclusive. And they were definitely, they were definitely more tolerant than, than we were as children. And, um, you know, people in generation X, you know, especially, you know, with my mother uh, being a Midwestern woman. So there would just be some things that she didn't understand. And so her and uh, her and my mom would always go back and forth about certain things. Um, 
Yeah, basically, at the end of the day, it really don't matter who you love, you know, and who you marry. You know, just mind your business. Let them be happy. But anyway, um, yeah, you also start seeing that in Generation Z, it's the like the start of the the famous influ uh what's it called social influencer content creators entrepreneurs uh you'll see that a lot of kids of generation Z they became uh famous on social media and they would like make millions of dollars uh and then that in turn when people would see that uh success it caused it would cause people to uh kind of open their eyes a little bit you know it's like oh I can I can create things in my own own home using the technology that's given and I can make that into millions and I wouldn't have to go to school or I can go to school at a later date. Um, so that's something that I really like. Everybody's got this entrepreneurial type uh, spirit about them. Um, let's see. Let's see. The last thing. So the last thing I'm going to talk about, and which I really think is important, and this is probably my favorite thing to to talk about, uh, is it's the uh, importance that Generation Zers uh, placed on mental health. Uh, you'll see on Twitter and Instagram, YouTube. Um, you know, moving later on uh, in the uh, influencer, you you know, the people who got famous off of YouTube. They would find themselves, yeah, basically losing their mind. Uh, you know, I wish I could find a better uh, a better phrase for it. But, yeah, some some people, they're just, you know, the world is too tough. You know, I'm putting my, putting my life on camera and just a whole bunch of mental health. So this is where you really start to see that uh, Generation Z took their took their physical and their mental health like really serious. So you would see this in ways of like taking off work, you know, picking and choosing which day they want to go to school because it might be too uh, stressful, you know, stress tip management, um, just basically putting their mental health over over the American way of like, oh, you got to go to work every day. And, you know, sometimes you got to suffer to succeed and, you know, things like that. Where it's like, yeah, I mean, I understand all that, but like I'm I'm going crazy here. And I just feel like it's so important because some people need to take days off, man. Um, so you also see that in like the relationship that they have. Uh, you'll see certain people they'll just they'll just end like a, a friendship or a family relationship that might be this is the word that's thrown around toxic, <laughs> which means you know it's not conducive to their mental health. And I totally feel that you know I'm I'm someone who's definitely a big. Uh, a big advocate for anyone who is uh, identifying that they need uh, uh, help mentally and, you know, you're taking the steps to be happier, you know, and that's that's important at the end of the day over anything. So, like I said, I just feel like this is an awesome thing that, you know, generation that happened during the generation of, uh, you know, Generation Z. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, like I said, it's really important, but the downside to this is the, uh, you know, it, it kind of, it may cause beef with generation X or millennials because, uh, they'll call, they'll call like generation Z soft or sensitive 
when in reality, it's just one of the smartest things you can do, you know, but I, I just think that just comes from the way that they were raised to, to live. Like I said, just you go to work every day, you go to school every day, you know, and then, yeah, if you got to if you feel like you're losing your mind, oh, yeah, that's just part of it. You know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, if you're driving in that tunnel, yeah, man. Even if you got to stop traffic, you know, pull over to the side and take a little deep breath. So, yeah, you would see it's a, it might be a little thing that causes beef because uh, people just don't really understand it. And that's, uh, and that's something that you will see uh, that people will, you know, see between the different generations. They really just don't understand each other. Um, but, all right. I think I'm done. I'm going and end this. Once again, this is 13, uh, what's it called? Uh, episode 13 of the Ryan Kills Audio Journal. You know what I mean? Once again, Ryan Kills. Thank you very much for listening. Um, all right, man. Y'all, y'all have a good one. Peace out.